The prince was a familiar sight on the city's walls, but the soldiers still bowed to him. Passing with a nod, Sire continued his vigil of the fields and forests surrounding the capital city. Farmers had begun preparing the soil for spring planting. The brisk breeze brought up sounds from the city, creaking carts transporting goods, city dwellers waking and conducting their business. Sire stopped, spotting a cluster of horses crossing the freshly tilled field to the north. Their pace was unhurried, and the reason for their laboured approach was apparent. A flash of black erupted amongst the gathered riders, tussling them. It was a captive horse, with a coat that gleamed like crow's feathers. Sire knew it was not a steed of anterior. Guard, the prince called. Send for Oman. Inform him Fasim has returned. Oman examined the rows of weapons, positioned precisely upon the tables. Each blade and handle shone without blemish in the morning light. These represent the work of the finest craftsman in Arnith, an advisor told him. He was one of three advisers in the room, along with two squires who had arranged the display. Oman spotted a two-handed sword with a thick guard and a grooved hexagonal pommel. The fuller was simple and extended almost the length of the blade. Its leather and metal bore no intricate designs as the other swords did. The prince traced the grooves of the pommel thoughtfully. Who made this sword? I believe it was Redok of Anteria, the same smith who constructed your current sword, sire. Tell us the design you desire, another adviser added, and we will start him working on it right away. Oman turned to a faint call outside the large room. Prince Oman, it was repeated closer. A servant entered and bowed, catching his breath. Prince Fasim has returned. Oman's gaze went to the window. So, we will see if the rumours of a wild stallion roaming the Arnithian countryside were true. He chuckled, lifting up the blade. Sire, do you wish Redok to create your new sword? The advisor asked hurriedly when Oman started to leave. This one will do, Oman stated and left heading towards the entrance of the castle. The rope dug into Fasim's sweaty palms, but he tightened his fists. The closer they drew to the city, the more agitated the stallion became. Five other riders surrounded the beast, ropes lashed around its neck, struggling to keep it subdued. Perhaps he remembers this place, Fasim mused. Without warning, the stallion reared up, striking out with its hooves. The ropes stretched taut, ripping through the other rider's hands. The bindings gave way and the steed broke from its bonds. The heavy beast bucked and then slammed against Fasim, nearly knocking him off his mount. The ropes were jerked back before the stallion could rear up again. Sir, are you all right? A soldier inquired. Fasim ran his hand down his leg, feeling it ache from the impact. He checked the restrained, rasping stallion. The black beast neighed with fury, stomping its hooves in the ground as the tight ropes pulled him forward again. The stallion turned its eye towards him with purpose. The prince wrapped the rope around his hand a second time. Let's get him to the paddock before he tries that again. The riders escorted the stallion into the fenced area and were relieved by soldiers on the ground. The steed did not become more agitated inside the enclosure. It still tried the ropes, wrenching its head and body with such force it lifted some of its captors off the ground. Fasim dismounted unsteadily. 
he noticed Oman and Sire observing the scene from outside the fence. Fasim, you fool, Oman called as Fasim limped towards them. Fasim leaned on the wooden fence and drank from a canteen. He turned around to gaze at the stallion, snorting and shaking its head. It's true, Oman. He is the colt we lost three summers ago. How do you know that? Sire asked. Most horses become used to their fences within a moon. He has never known one. The soldiers shouted as the stallion reared up, knocking several of them onto the ground. They scattered to avoid the steed's pummeling hooves. When their ropes had it subdued, one of them approached the princes. Was anyone injured? Oman asked. No, my lords, the soldier answered, then turned to Fasim. Perhaps we should put the beast down, sir. He is untamable. I did not track the stallion for half a moon to have him be slaughtered as cattle are for their skin. Fasim, the horse is mad. There is no use trying to tame it, Oman told him. He is destined to be a horse of kings. His coat matches the colt that vanished three cycles ago after its mother was killed during a storm. The king's horse fathered that colt. He belongs to the anterior. A grim expression came over Sire's face. That horse will break your bones. And that will be a worthy end, a prince struck down by such a noble steed. Fasim pushed himself off the support of the fence, but Oman grabbed his arm. It's not worth it, brother. I can tame him. What will we tell mother and father if he kills you? Oman questioned. Tell them I gave my life with pride. Do not punish him if he kills me. Release him back into the wild, and my spirit will ride with him into the mist. Fasim broke free from Oman. Fasim, Oman cried. You cannot bring a wild thing into civilization. It won't conform to our existence, Sire pressed. You had better stand back from the fence, little brother, Fasim replied, turning his back to them and facing the struggling steed. Let us quarter the steed in the stables, a soldier urged when they noticed Fasim returning, until it calms. He has sensed our fear, Fasim spoke in even tones, approaching the steed straight on. The stallion's laboured breaths matched his measured footsteps. My fear equals his own. The prince reached out his hand. Caution, prince, a soldier warned, not raising his voice for fear of spooking the steed. When Fasim was close, the stallion snorted and tossed its head. Though Fasim winced, he forced himself not to withdraw. You know I am afraid, he told the beast. The horse gnashed its teeth and pawed at the ground. Fasim stood his ground. For three cycles you have wandered Arnith's forest, free from any enclosure or binding, but you will remember what you are. Fasim reached out and grabbed the ropes an arm's length from the stallion's head. Release the ropes on my command, the prince stated to the surrounding soldiers. Release him and remove yourselves from the paddock. You don't mean to ride the steed bareback, Oman shouted. It is not the saddle that will tame him. Before the soldiers or the stallion knew what he was doing, Fasim ducked below the ropes. He grabbed the coil of ropes around the horse's neck and used it to propel himself onto its back. The stallion's muscles rippled beneath him. Release him. Prince Fasim, no, it is too dangerous. All the soldiers tightened their holds as the stallion shook its head and tried to back out of the ropes. The prince tightened his grips on the knots and drew his sword. Fasim, don't! Oman cried. 
Fasim swung his blade, severing several of the ropes. The stallion trampled the ground, almost able to break free. You had all better run, Fasim yelled. Amidst cries on all sides, he aimed his sword for the ropes on his right. Though only two ropes snapped at the impact, the remaining ropes were unable to contain the stallion's force, pushing four sturdy legs into the earth. The stallion's gallop was instantaneous. It tore around the paddock, narrowly missing soldiers as they fled the flying hooves. Fasim dropped his sword and gripped the ropes with both hands to avoid being thrown. The stallion seemed to sense him, but focused on speed rather than bucking him off. It galloped for the fence, leaping it with ease, barely jolting Fasim as it hit the ground, maintaining its momentum as it entered the field. Fasim's brothers watched him lean forward, grasping the fugitive steed with all his strength. Without a bridle, Fasim will be unable to steer him, Sire remarked. Oman shook his head. The beast won't slow until it has tossed him onto the forest floor, and the stubborn fool won't let go while he still draws breath. Soldiers mounted in an attempt to follow, but the stallion and crouching prince disappeared into the forest before they could set off in pursuit.